with your hosts, Ellen, Holdwick, and Small. <laughs> so it looks like you guys are both rocking the uh, Bud Light this week. Yeah, I had the resin, but uh, I've got this cooler in my room, a Bud Light. How many resins did you have, by the way? Uh, two. All right, yeah. Three, you'll probably be asleep after three. I've never even heard of resin. What's that? Pretty strong beer. Yeah, six. Um, it's a Brooklyn beer. Look, um, next next time you go to the uh, liquor store, Holwick, look for a six point. Six point? Is that a good one? Yeah, pretty much any beer you drink from them is good that I've had. Uh, I've had the Sweet Action Ale, which is pretty light. Good. And then the resin is double IPA, so it's like 9%. Man, those resins are strong. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like drinking three beers at once, basically. Is that what it's like? Nine percent? I I don't know. Maybe it's like really? two. Two? Two and a half? Right? It's it's strong, man. Beer for beasts. Oh, that's what it says? Yeah. All, right, all I know is that three resins is good for me in a night. Maybe with a Bud Light uh, four, like a Bud Light before or a Bud Light after, but not much more than that. Because it's, it's in like kind of smaller, like Red Bull style can. Like it's still twelve yeah. ounces, but it's like super tall and skinny. That's what I was wondering today. Because the the package it comes in is such a weird size. Yeah, but they are uh, twelve ounces. It said. Yeah, twelve ounces. Nine point one alcohol by. Yeah, so it's uh it's pretty intense. Um, this won't this won't leave you uh, wanting more. Yeah, well, if it's if it's nine percent, that's like two Bud Lights in one, right? Ohio, did you guys watch the uh, Ohio State Buckeye Michigan game? Yeah, I watched the end of it. Yeah. That was a good one. Now, so I, I Dude, watched the game. You couldn't pull in off the antenna. You couldn't get ABC or whatever. I don't get ABC or CBS anymore. So when you I first antenna, man. Dude, Jesus, this is this was one where you pay the money and get the antenna for like fifty bucks, and it's supposed oh, really? to be you're supposed so to like flip a switch. And it's supposed to be like super powerful. And uh, so when I lived in Carlsbad, um, I was able to get ABC and CBS, but now I don't get either. So um, the only, like, if a football game isn't on Fox, I can't watch it. So, like, uh, so I went to the bar, so I was able to watch the Ohio State game. Dallin, you got to, Dallin, mute the fucking mic. <laughs> mute whatever you're doing. I can hear you again. Yeah, we can hear us too. Your your mic is picking up the audio. What's wrong, dude? Nothing. <laughs> so anyway, I was watching the game. I, I started watching the game during like the first quarter or whatever. We got to the bar. It was like the beginning, uh, like the end of the first quarter, beginning of the second quarter. And so watched it all the way through. And um, what was really weird was how long have they been doing the overtime stuff that way? Oh yeah, since like 1996 or so. 
<laughs> really? Is there just so few overtimes where, like, I've just never seen them do the thing where they start at the 25 and then they go back and forth? Yeah, I think I think it's been about 20 years or so. There, there's never been a Ohio State-Michigan game that's been that way. But, yeah, for the longest time, college football didn't have overtime rules. And now they do. And it's just, yeah, it's those weird ones where it's basically just you try to score. Yeah, from the 25. It's weird. I think it's it's recent in terms of, like, the last hundred years it's recent, but it's they've been doing that for a little bit now. I guess I, I just I guess I've never seen a college game in overtime before. I mean, I oh, assume, yeah. it seems like every other week there's uh, at least an NFL game on Fox or NBC where they're in overtime, but I've never seen a college overtime before. So I was like, what the hell is happening here? Like, how come? Why are they? Why are they doing this? But yeah. I mean, they used to yeah. Well, they used to let them end in ties. NFL did too. Well, they still do. Yeah, but only after a couple overtimes for the NFL. Unless it's a playoff game. Because people don't like ties. How can you how can you structure a sporting event in the manner in which it can end in a tie? That's stupid. Why even play? Fucking like to pick a winner. They're, they're, just figure out a way <laughs> and call someone the winner of the game. I don't care what it takes. The universe is as dumb as like a shootout. Like a like something unrelated to the game itself. Well, Just, dude, here's what I think they should do. I got I got a solution for this. Mm. You figured right. it out, dude? Because I don't like how the NFL... I, I got This is a solution in a couple ways, all right? A lot of times you watch the games, and, like, the field goal kicker misses a kick. Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, why did he miss the kick? That's so stupid. Mm. Anybody could do that. But it's hard, man. It's hard to do that. And here's what I think. I think in the NFL, after, like... Uh, the first quarter or whatever of overtime, they just like they end it and they're like, okay, everybody is gonna try to kick a field goal, like linemen, mm. linebackers, you know, everybody. You just line up, take turns, and whoever misses first, you know, probably both field goal kickers will make the first one. But then, who knows what's gonna happen next? Nah, and dude, then people, I that really is bad. It's Here's like a soccer shootout, dude. It's a soccer Here's the good idea: the coaches. Arm wrestle. <laughs> I like my idea much that, That's that's what it is, man. Both, I mean, you I don't bring know. Both head coaches out to the fifty-yard line, and they fucking they arm wrestle. That's the game. It almost never happens, but the coach has to like keep like in physically fit shape. He has to be ready just in case. Because imagine if he lets his team down, he loses the arm wrestling match. Now, they should have the coaches kick a field goal because they're always like, oh, that kicker, I hate that kicker. You know, you always, they always cut to the coach as if he could have done it, but he couldn't have done it. Some well, of them might have been. Well, Jim Harbaugh, he was a professional yeah. football player, but I don't think Urban Meyer was, was a football professional football player. So the... I don't. I mean, I think it'd be awesome. I mean, because sometimes you see these coaches that are just like really fat and unathletic, and yeah, that would be awesome to see them try and kick. But at the same time, if a, a former football player was a coach, then they'd have a disadvantage because they were already athletic. I don't know. <laughs> I like my solution. Hmm. <laughs> Smaller. <laughs> yeah, I like my solution. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Chris, do you have an, another outside the box solution for? No, I, I mean, I can't even think of one. 
But the outside of the box solution that that is is the solution that they came up with clearly. You know where they go back and forth on the twenty-five yard line, which I, I mean, when I was watching it, I, I seriously, I mean, maybe they did it in nineteen ninety-five or ninety-six or whenever, but in those twenty years, I seriously have never seen it before ever. I was I was well, in a bar like watching it, like what the fuck just happened? How did they end up on the twenty-five? Yeah, well, you've definitely never seen it in a University of Michigan Ohio State game because that's the first time it's happened, apparently. Well, I mean, I don't know if I, I mean, like, I don't think well, I might, ever, I, I don't even, I don't even really watch college football unless it's Ohio State. And I don't remember right last time I had, uh, I don't know, maybe, I mean, maybe they're just not in overtime often enough. I mean, when they played against, uh, I don't know, have you, have you seen a play? Anyway, I'm glad they won. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was so happy when they won. Jeez, I was such a nail biter. Dylan, you didn't watch either of the Muppet movie? Not even Muppet no. Most Wanted? With Ricky Gervais? Yeah. Nope. That uh yeah, the bad guy. Yeah, the what was his name? It was bad hilarious. Guy. Yeah, Bad Guy. It's actually Bad Guy. It's French. Dylan, are you above the Muppets, dude? Are you not a fan of the Muppets, I mean, Dylan? I, I don't dislike the Muppets. <laughs> I haven't seen. It. <laughs> I don't keep up with all the movies they put out. Well, they, what they put in a few? Yeah, too many. <laughs> They've too many for a me lot. to keep up with. <laughs> so what? What's your favorite Muppet movie, Dylan? What do you? I don't know. Well, I can't listen. Even remember less Muppet. Listen, if you like the I Muppets, was. there's got to be a Muppet movie you like. You know what, guys? I think you guys are probably watching different <laughs> movies than I've been watching. <laughs> It's possible. Well, Frank, Oz was, Frank Oz was in the Blues Brothers. He was the guy that uh, checked people in and out of prison. He was also the voice of Yoda. <laughs> so maybe maybe you know him from there. I've just always liked the Muppets like it, uh, for my whole life. I just never stopped liking the Muppets. I don't know. Maybe Smalls has, has a newfound love of the Muppets because uh, he's got kids that he takes to the movies, but... I went to see those Muppet movies by my by myself because <laughs> I like the Muppets. I just like them. <laughs> I just think it's really weird. And you know what? Okay, so this is the weirdest thing, and maybe I shouldn't be broadcasting this on the on the podcast. Good. Finally, someone else besides me saying something that shouldn't be broadcast. So I feel like I'm the I, only guy who ever says like we can't broadcast this. <laughs> no, so, I'm always thinking as well. So I love I love uh, collecting vinyl records, and I found this record that was um, John John Denver um, sings with the Muppets or something like that. I don't remember John Denver and the Muppets are on the cover, and so there's John Denver. Did you time travel forty years ago? Did you try and travel back to the seventies? Like where'd you find this record? I don't know. I found it in a big stack of records and I was just looking through the big stack of records that cost a dollar. And I just happened Mm. upon John Denver and the, and and the Muppets. And, Mm. um, so there's John Denver sitting there by a river with the Rocky mountains in the background. And then there's all the Muppets sitting there right next to the river too. And 
I listened to the record because why not? It's funny. I like the Muppets. And I could like I can't not see the the actual Muppets in my brain when I watch it. So I know that Frank Oz and um Jim Henson and Jim Henson, yeah. David Gotez <laughs> Like I know these guys did the voices of the Muppets, right? And they, they moved their hand mm-hmm. and they made the mouth move and yeah, stuff. They're puppets but, not real thing. Yeah. Yeah, but when I close my eyes and I hear the voice of Miss Piggy, <laughs> I imagine like a puppet pig and a puppet frog and uh, like Fozzie Bear. Like I could see him in my head and I'm like imagining them singing with John Denver. Like the actual Muppets. Not like people that are performing the Muppets, but I like I I, I can't not see Kermit the Frog singing with John Denver. Like, do you think that that's weird? No. If you watch the old Muppet show, like the uh, that's the illusion they're trying to create, and it's really good. They do a good job of it. Like, there's there's no reason to even think there's like people controlling them. (laughs) They do such a good job. It seems like their actual characters come to life. It's crazy. I just get wrapped up in it. I get wrapped up. I am wrapped up so much in it. Like I, like I, dude, it is, it is really good because you know, I could still like, I'm an, I'm an adult male. Um, I'm in my thirties and I could still put on the Muppets and like, I could watch a Muppet movie and not say, Oh, that's a puppet. I'm actually like, like I'm drawn in. Like, I, well, they my, do re- my suspension they do really of disbelief of- is just gone. Like yeah. when, so in the Muppet movie, they have the Muppets ride bicycles. Dylan, I don't know if you ever saw that one where they're riding the bikes, D. No, but no. he hasn't seen the Muppet movie. <laughs> but but Kermit the Frog and what Miss about Piggy Muppets are, Take Manhattan. There, that's a Muppets Take Manhattan. See that one. Know. That yeah. one is actually my favorite of them. Yeah, but uh, in the Muppet movie, they ride a bike, and Dude, I like I can't not see that being possible. Like I can't not see Crimp and the Frog actually being able to ride a bike, even though it was probably on like a track <laughs> or something. Like there's no way he was yeah, riding a bike. The frog can't ride a bike. Yeah. Like Crimp and the Frog's not playing a banjo lately either. Like that's all fake. But I'm just, dude, I just can't not see it happening. Yeah. Yeah. Well, didn't they say like Jim Henson had to like hold his breath underneath that swamp or whatever to play the Rainbow Connection in the first Muppet movie? Like he was like underneath the water, like actually like manipulating Kermit because you know. Well, how was he able to sing underwater, Smalls? How is that possible? How is he? How could he, he sing? Had a, he had a be tiny like, little glub, glub, spear. Glub. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Well. He was under like the cone of silence or something? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>